This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Becky All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And we will wrap up uh, Tier 3 of the quarterback tiers in just a bit. But first, uh, some baseball teams are streaking in good ways, and some are streaking in not-so-good ways uh, since the trade deadline. So, Joe, what thoughts do you have about uh, teams that have performed well since the deadline and those that have not? Well, I thought I think it's been pretty striking that immediately after the deadline, you have all these teams just going on big streaks, either positive or negative. Probably not a big surprise that you have a team like the Mets that they've sold pieces and now they've lost six straight games. The Reds sat there, did nothing. We criticized them for it. We were curious what they were going to do at the deadline. They do nothing. They're playing more for the future, not 2023, but 2024 and beyond. And what's happened? The Reds just lost six games in a row. Uh, The Diamondbacks are playing their worst baseball right now. They've lost six in a row. The Angels bought. We're keeping Otani. We're going to add Giolito. We're going to jump the market a little bit before everything goes haywire. And they've had a six-game losing streak. So we see this every year where post-deadline teams, some teams go in very different directions, sometimes predictable, sometimes not. So I don't know that there's anything actionable, but if, if these sorts of streaks continue, some of these prices are going to get really out of whack. And it's, that's something that I'm paying attention to, just the number of teams that are going on these, these long streaks. How about you, Aaron? Well, the one thing that stood out to me is like, what do we do with the Cubs? Um, I know they're only on a two-game winning streak, but they have been hot. Is there anything in the futures market where there might be some intrigue with this Cubs team? Is it still bettable for the division at two to one? Or I mean, we've been talking about it for months about betting the Cubs for the division. Mm-hmm. It's the lowest number we've seen. Are are we saying now that well, if you missed it, you missed it? Or are we so mm-hmm. confident that they're going to win it that if you didn't do anything, there's still value because it's a two-to-one payout? Okay, so I'm kind of torn by that because on the one hand, when that payout was much better, I would argue that just about everybody in the division was at least in play. And the Pirates got off to a really good start. Yeah, the Cardinals have been bad all year long, but a lot of our priors suggested that they should still be the favorites and you still have some great players there. And so maybe they can come around, get hot, and still be in that conversation. Now Mm -hmm. it is just a three-team race. And Mm -hmm. I think if it wasn't a three-team race before, it certainly is now. And I would not be surprised, again, if you're embracing your priors at the start of the season – this could turn into a two-team race. And it wouldn't take much for it to become a two-team race between the Brewers 
and the Cubs. So I think in that spirit, there probably still is a little bit of value because at some point things are going to dwindle. And I do suspect that one of these three ball clubs will fall off and this will become a two-team race and it might happen soon. And yeah, that's what I was thinking with the Reds and the Cubs. Like, are these two teams going Mm -hmm. in different directions or am I overreacting to the uh, Reds six-game losing streak or is this, you know, what we're going to see of them? They've been kind of tricky to figure out so far this season. They've been the fun, hot team. Then they fall off a cliff. Then they get things together. Now they're on a losing streak. It's, It's tough to figure out with them, but I'm more confident in the Cubs. In the last week, Cubs World Series odds have gone from 100 to 80 to now 60 to 1. Wow. That, that's all in the last week. So from that perspective, pennant? you want to bet them at 60? No. See, the pennant, last I checked, it was in that 35 range. 24. So I saw, oh, I saw no. 24, and I was yeah. like, are you kidding no. me? There are some tough teams ahead of them. Like, I would pass on 24 mm-hmm. to 1. Don't forget the and Reds also. There is an obvious top tier. Yeah. Yeah. The Reds yeah, yeah. started the second half by losing five in a row, too. So now they've lost six in a row. This is not sudden. Like, we've seen this for a little bit of time now with Cincinnati. You make an argument for, for a month now. They're the team that falls off, right? Anyone disagree with that? Mm-hmm. And I don't buy the Brewers. I've had concerns about their offense throughout. I mean, they ended up keeping the starters, but that's because they were sitting in first place. They really didn't have a choice. You couldn't sell yeah. off while sitting in first place. Um, and the Cubs saw this. They, they, they didn't do much. They didn't add. So, I mean, the Brewers are telling you that they didn't really believe in what they had. And the Cubs, they seize the opportunity. It's not over. We're kind of talking like it's over. But – I love the way they're playing right now, and um, they were very aggressive at the deadline. So I'm going to commend them for that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it it could the Brewers could still win this division. I I still think mm-hmm. that's possible. But again, you go back to third order record things like that. Cubs have for the most part dominated this division, and it was only a matter of time before they returned to contention. Yeah, the value was better earlier, but I still think at two to one, that's not bad at this point. I mean, it's still plus money uh, in a three-team race where one team may very well fall off. So let's say it's a coin flip if that's what happens. You're getting two to one on one side. I I think that's fine. I I would be comfortable with that. Yeah, it's just hard to step back and take that perspective because we've been talking about them literally on a daily basis for so long. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> can, can I bring up another team that we've been talking about on a daily basis that I'm a little concerned about? The Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are, should we be worried? What is going on? I would be, I'm getting a little nervous yeah. about the win total. Ooh. Uh, it felt like a lock like a few weeks ago. Now I'm take? just like, Whoa. what was that number? It was 76 and a half. So, like, we're still okay, but I'm getting a little yeah. nervous. Like, it, like Aaron oh. said, it looked like a slam dunk up until, like, the second half of July. And now, just since the break, it is just, I'm a little, like, Orioles slam dunk from the finish. Like, awesome, great. Yeah. Diamondbacks now, though, like, six-game losing streak. I'm, I'm getting a little nervous here. It doesn't well, look great. 
They're out of the wild card. They're one and a half back now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And they're one of those teams too, they where were, they like kind of half bought at the deadline. Like they didn't go all the way in because next year is probably really their year. But oh man, I don't love it. I'm getting I'm getting a little sweaty. <laughs> As you should uh, at this point. Yeah. God. I mean, we thought that the Diamondbacks would go over the win total. You know, they could yes. be a 500 yeah. ball club at best. Like, I, I think yeah. when we look at these streaks in general, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world to go back to your priors at the start of the year and go, okay, yeah, you're not going to be right about every single ball club, but there's some truth in the prior you had in the first place. And so even though I was very much high on the Diamondbacks to win the division or whatever, and now we're lowering expectations at the beginning of the year, I still felt like they could go 500, maybe even above 500. So the win total felt good to me as well. And that's Mm kind of where I am with them. Like they still bought at the deadline and maybe they're not, you know, going to do exciting things, but yeah, I, I think they are where they are for a reason. And another example of a team streaking, let's go positive, Texas bought. We think they won the deadline, and they've won six in a row now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they, heard, they heard all the, well, Houston might win the division now after Verlander, and they said, nope, we're good. <laughs> what is it, Josh Young? Now it's like a broken thumb or something like that? Yeah. Is that... His, his yeah. rookie that, of the year that is dropped. a hit, though. Yeah. Right. That is a hit. So I, I would look at that cautiously. Like, yeah, there's you know, truth to the Rangers being good, but I would not count out the Astros, and that injury is a big reason why. Uh, and the Rangers now get the A's. So <laughs> it should uh-huh. continue, at least for, for another. The rich get another richer. I love I it. I mean, how many runs are they going to score in that series alone? <laughs> like, the Chuck steers tomorrow. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to look like that Cubs-Red series from last week, right? Yes. Yeah, no kidding. All right, uh, let's move uh, along and uh, sort of wrap up this uh, Tier 3 of the uh, quarterback tiers. So uh, Jimmy G is uh, one we should probably bring up because here is an actual team, Joe, I think could finish with the worst record in the NFL, in part because of the schedule. It could be a really tough division, so there's that uh, possibility. But also, too, you know, it's not like, you know, Josh McDaniels had absolutely nothing in Derek Carr. He had, a you know, an okay quarterback at a minimum with a great receiver in Devontae Adams. Now you're getting Jimmy G, and I'm like, is this an upgrade? It possibly isn't. It could be a downgrade. And if that's the case, maybe the Raiders completely collapse. We should work on a list of BetQL daily NFL takes before the season officially starts because I'm I'm a little worried. I'm like, are we doing groupthink on this? Or are we just, you know, t- sharing all of the same opinions? There, there's some that differ, but I agree. 13 to 1, worst record. I did take a look at last place and pff, minus 150 for last place. No, you can't do that. Yeah. No, yeah. you cannot do that. Uh, there are not any Jimmy G props available, so uh, nothing there, at least at the moment. I'm yeah. sure that they will get posted once the season starts, but I don't trust the coach. You're in the probably the best division in football. It's, it's going to be challenging for them. I hate the Raiders this year. I think McDaniels gets fired at some point. Don't know if they do it in season, 
or after the season, but I do like worst record, 13 to one. Even their win total under six and a half is really juiced. I wonder if I should look at an alt win total to get some value here. Yeah, yes. that's the only thing I yes, could you think should. of. Be- yeah, because you know, no Jimmy G season long props. It's just kind of like I'm not gonna bet minus one thirty eight or whatever I saw on their win total. So, what could we do? Under four and a half is plus two twenty. That's kind of nice. I don't hate that. I don't mind I it really at all. I really don't hate that. Yeah. 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 Although the, the big question I have is, okay, if you're betting worst record, what is that worst record? Is it 4-13? and 13? Is it 3-14? and 14? Is there a 2-15 out there somewhere? Yeah. If it's 3 and you want to do an alternate under for the Raiders, does that mean Plus you're pot committed to – yeah, like it's plus 440, but then worst record's 13 to 1. Oh, Maybe there you, you go. you have to go that route. Yeah, because mm-hmm. then if you do that, then chances are it's the worst record. Like, okay, if they go 3 yep. and 14, mm-hmm. then... That's a good point. That means Way that better someone value went on 2 worst 15. Record. Right, or they lost the tiebreaker and... Yeah, I mean, maybe that's just bad luck. But don't but we think teams could be tanking too? So it's it'll be interesting to see who will be well at that point trying to with, just lose games. We saw though with Houston, like some teams are bad at tanking. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're letting the the coach that's about to be fired in five minutes decide the right. future of your organization. What exactly are you doing? Take it into your own hands. Fire mm-hmm. the guy. Make sure everyone is on the same page. But, uh, but yeah, yeah right. it's going to be off for the Raiders. Tanking would not be a terrible idea. All right. So, yeah, we're out on the Raiders 100%. Let's see how quickly we can go through uh, one or two of these others. I might just put my feet up and, uh, Jake, let you talk about Justin Fields if uh, you have a play <laughs> on the Bears and Fields. As the season go, or the offseason goes on, uh, I feel worse and worse about this stupid team that has just a, a, just such a crushing grip on everything involving my life. At first, it was like, okay, like, my whole thing, I was never, like, one of the Meatball Bears fans. I was like, yeah, 11 wins, Fields MVP, let's go. It was like, okay, give me seven or eight wins, and I'll be happy. Just show me some kind of progress. G- give me a baseline, just some kind of improvement, and I will skip along happily. Great, let's do it. And now it's just like, I don't even know if they're going to get there now. Like, I am so absolutely petrified that the offensive line is going to stink and that the defense is still going to stink and Fields just spends the season getting killed back there. And then you just hope that you either the Panthers suck enough or you suck enough that you can get into the top three and get May or Williams or leverage both those picks to jump into the top three. I'm terrified. I'm not expecting to have a good time here. I'm expecting to have a terrible time, as usual, going on year 26 of just having the worst time of my life in the fall. Can't wait. This defense is winning some practices against Fields. I repeat, this defense. Remember the one that was worst in the NFL? Now they should be better with what they did revamping the linebackers with Edwards Edmonds. But and they're building around fields that they draft Darnell Wright. 
arguably the best right tackle in the draft, according to some. Of course, you bring in DJ Moore. Uh, the bet that I'm doing, though, is rushing touchdowns fields over six and a half. I don't care how much they tell me that they're going to run less. He had only one in the first six games last year, and then he went on a tear, and I think he can do that again. He had eight rushing touchdowns last year. When they're in the scoring zone, it's going to be fields uh, bringing it in again. Tannehill and Mac that. Jones wrap up tier three. Meh talked about them enough i'm good this is thank you all daily presented by bet mgm coming up next our lightning bets our favorite plays for tight coming up on the bet network